Hey guys, Ashley here with What the Hell, and today's podcast is me going to talk about not being afraid to speak up in any kind of situation, especially if you have a loved one in a prison, and you know, I'm sure you hear stories about from them telling you things that happen to them, things that guards do, um, or things that other staff members might do, and I understand the discouragement that people can feel when faced with the issue of reporting an issue from happening at a prison. Um, I can understand that people are afraid to do anything about it because they're afraid that some kind of disciplinary action is going to come back on the person, you know, that is there, um, which is true. I mean, it's happened. It's happened many times that, you know, a, a prisoner's loved one will make a report either inside the prison or, you know, in a system outside of the prison and then the prison finds out about it and then that person gets you know in trouble over just something stupid um don't be discouraged to speak up and say something because when I said something I didn't go to their complaint department I went straight to the warden and I had sent a letter and one of the uh guards in the prison that my husband uh, fiance is at you know yelled at my fiance for you know, they, that he should have went to him first before I had made a complaint. And, you know, I think that's bullshit because even if my fiance had gone and made a complaint, what really in all realisticness would have happened? They don't listen to the prisoners because they're going to think that, oh, prisoners are just bitching about anything. They don't like where they're at. So they're just going to complain. And so nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to change. So that's why I went directly to the warden and made a report and I went to the governor and everybody above that warden to make sure that my concerns were heard because I don't think that just because you're in prison, it's okay for them to treat you a certain way. I That there are people, you know, yes, I understand people's complaints when they say, well, they're in prison, they should just deal with it, blah, 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 blah. Okay, prisoners aren't animals, they're people. They still deserve a certain amount of care and respect and a certain way that they should be dealt with, you know. The prison guards and the wardens and the staff members at these prisons are the fine line between a prisoner reoffending once they're out of prison and then coming back or making changes in their lives that are positive enough to keep them from coming back to prison. Recidivism rate is at 75% or 74%, something like that. So that is showing whatever they're doing in the prisons isn't working. You know, DOC is kind of like their own little government. They're kind of left to do what they want within themselves. So, you know, the fact that a prison guard is the difference between a prisoner getting out early or not, just because, you know, maybe one day the prisoner said something rude to them and they don't like them, they have their hands, lives in their hands. You know, they're the ones that get to decide what programs these inmates get to go into or not. They get to decide how many good days they get or not. You know, I don't think that it should be left to the guards like I understand because it's easier for them to be the ones to decide because they're the ones dealing with these prisoners on day in and day out they know what they're acting like but I think that maybe there should be some oversight to that so what I'm going to read to you is a letter that I had written to the superintendent at Airway Heights because my fiance something uh had just happened on Thanksgiving and it really concerned me so I wrote a letter 
the warden had actually called me and talked to me and told me the outcome of what happened after I wrote the letter. Um, the guard responsible for the incident did come forward and admit what he did. He is now um, responsible for, he has to take classes, you know, how to properly deal with inmates. And 85% of his staff also is going to receive this reclass taking because they discovered that, um, you know, a lot of the people in his prison weren't doing what they were supposed to be doing. So here is the letter that I wrote. Hello, Mr. Key. I am a concerned individual of one of the inmates who is currently incarcerated at your lovely facility. I, however, do not wish to disclose the identity of said inmate in fears of disciplinary action that you or your staff might do to him in retaliation to my complaint. But I have not only expressed to you, but also to every other department above you all the way up to the governor. Now look, Mr. Key, I'm sure you're a perfectly reasonable man with a high level of moral and ethical standards, ones I'm assuming made you suitable for the position in which you currently sit. I also know that dealing with inmates day in and day out with all the crap they pull must not be easy or very rewarding. The prison system isn't one that's exactly glorified or pushed into the public eye. It's more of one that is preferred to be kept quiet and don't make waves kind of place. By the government, no state stands on the pride of their prisons, after all. But the position in which you hold is one of great responsibility and power, one that should not be taken without a true and honest person to take it. I'm not saying you're not honest, but what I'm saying is this. You have the ability to shape the men's lives who you are currently under the task of rehabilitating and making suitable for life outside those gates. When you and your staff intentionally antagonize or play jokes on men who have already had their humanity and own self-control taking, who are you helping? What does demoralizing people to feel even more worthless accomplish? And on a holiday, no less. You and your staff should certainly sit and ask yourself some very hard questions, like why did you get into the career of corrections and have you lost the drive to actually make a difference in people's lives? The way your staff treats these men are deplorable at best. You have hired monsters and cruel-hearted people to govern over those who have no control and no say about what happens to them. It is in your hands and those of your staff to ensure that the treatment these people are receiving are better than that of lowly creatures. These are men, superintendent, not animals. If it would do you and your staff well to maybe remember that. And also remember every day that any day it might just be one of you who ends up in a place like the one you can barely run. Think of how you would want to be treated, or a family member, your son. You would know that yes, these men are guilty of crimes, some, not all, there's of course exceptions to that. But breaking the law doesn't mean you're less than everyone else, they're not. They're all loved by somebody, and the act of kindness comes back threefold. Remember, you're there to help these men, not break them. So that's the end of my letter. So please don't be afraid to speak up and speak out and say something when you feel it's not right. You know, you could be the difference between good treatment and bad treatment for your loved one in a prison. So please don't be afraid to speak out. You know, if you need any encouragement or help, you know, message me and, you know, I, I can help you write up something that's, you know, presentable or if you don't know how to word things right or if you just need advice or if you just want to talk because your loved one's in prison, you know, it's easier when you can have someone to talk to that's going through the same thing. I'm here for you guys. Good luck and God bless. Thank you.